All right, welcome to Rowan Real Estate. Ryan Kelly here today, and uh, today we're going to talk about hello, beautiful people. We're going to talk about hello, beautiful people, and what Ryan kind Kelly. Of. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of true. Yeah, I'm hot, <laughs> sweating already. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, we're going to talk about uh, kind of our last few years together, and where, where we come from, and what's going on right now. And going back, I'm not even really sure. When did you get licensed? Licensed, I was licensed July 2014. Okay. So it was right before, right after. Yeah, I, th I think it was like middle of July 2014 when I was licensed. And then. Uh, you came in from a Craigslist ad? Yeah, was Craigslist ad, yeah. So I, I sent in, um, if you remember, well, yeah, Will Krieger. Krieger, yep. yeah, hey, Will, Will Krieger. Hello. Um, sent a, my resume into Eco Realty because uh, I was living close by at the time. Where were you living? And uh, I was living in Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills, I think. Yeah, 13 Southfield, I think, yeah. over there. And uh, I put in my my resume, and lo and behold, I got the job. <laughs> so <laughs> I walked in and. Um, Talked to Will and you, and I didn't know anything. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Um, I was nervous. Didn't know what to expect, and uh, started shadowing Will, and ended up really enjoying this whole real estate thing that I didn't think I was going to because I wasn't as serious maybe as I should have been when I first started. What do you or mean? didn't understand how serious I needed to be. Maybe why, that's a better way to put it. Why did you get your license? Or like, what made you want to get your license? Uh, just 100% honest was just to, to sell my parents' home. Um, and I thought it would be a quick pay and it was a nice house, and or it is a nice house. <laughs> I should say, because they never sold it. Um, but I mean, that was really it. It was just another means or a stream of income. And like I said, I don't think I took it as serious as I should and then when I realized that I was enjoying it as much as I was things kind of turned around and uh, I'm kind of jumping around but yeah, the reason why I'm saying this is because it can be as hard or as easy as you want it to be depending on your work ethic and I think once I kind of figured things out my first sale was a couple hundred dollars in a very small condo um, but it was within the first three weeks, yeah. you know, and you hear horror stories of people trying real estate and taking eight months or a year or whatever to get paid. But I think if you can get dialed in, you have the right people around you, which I did, it makes a world of difference. What were you doing before real estate? I mean, I know you're in the military, but you didn't jump right out and get into real estate. No, no, I, I got back, did the whole uh, GI Bill um, school thing with Wayne State. Uh, Got into every school I applied to except for Oakland, so you Oakland. Um, I'm just kidding. Uh, it was it was fun, and I got into Wayne oh, State. Yeah. I wanted to go to Oakland University. Yeah. yeah. Um, got into Wayne State, started there, and hustled. Like, I didn't know anything better uh, to do other than work hard, just because getting straight out of the military and being with the Marine Corps and there's a certain lifestyle that you live, and uh, carrying that out has been one of the best things that's happened to me because it's night and day compared to prior military Ryan, right? So, um, but that's what I was doing. I went to school and then uh, about a year left, I got into real estate and 
haven't looked back. So you got, I, I thought you got licensed at 13. No, uh, 14. Because 14 is when we decided to do the Remaxes. Yeah. And for some reason I thought you had a little more experience. <laughs> just a good talker. <laughs> uh, no, I knew it at the time. Just looking back, I thought for some reason uh, there was more time in there. Because, yeah, if you got licensed in July, it was December of 14. And we decided to do the Remax and got the first one open in Madison, Madison Heights. Um, so we got that one open in the end of 14, and then the second one, I think, didn't we open it up like mid-April? Yeah, it was, but it was, but it was, if I remember correctly, it was, it was around that time frame, but I do remember when Remax came about, like a lot of people at Eco weren't necessarily jumping out of their skin. Yeah, no, we lost a lot of people. It was tough, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I mean, I remember it was really tough for you. At that, at that point in time, I didn't have a whole lot of skin into the game in general, just because I was new, and Remax was new to me, and Eco was new, and I'm kind of head spinning, but I do remember that when it was Eco in this mom and pop shop, and come and go as you please, and then it's like, okay, here's Remax, and this is how things are going to be done now. It was kind of a culture shock for sure. Yeah, we lost uh, about 18 people. <laughs> no bigs. We lost about 18 people in the first Over, year. Overnight, no. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but then Waterford came and uh, started that in a little strip mall, I remember. Yeah, well, Waterford, if you remember, we were going back. We were flipping back and forth. I remember this, even to this day, I think it was in your office at Madison Heights. We were going back and forth on West Bloomfield or Waterford, West Bloomfield or Waterford, West Bloomfield or Waterford. Um, and we and kind of just kind of flipped a coin because this, the stats we were looking at, volume and units sold, et cetera, for the year prior were almost equal, yeah. if I remember correctly. And um, But I, I, I personally still think we made the best decision to go to Waterford. Yeah, I do too. It, I don't know if it was just dumb luck or we really knew what we were doing or we pretended like we knew what we were doing, but I still think it was probably the best decision to go there. Because, yes, when we first opened up Waterford, it was in that crappy strip mall, but um, we were fortunate enough to have find people that liked us. Yeah, yeah. Which made it all the difference in the world. And then once we kind of started growing that, we were able to move into a way nicer building and you know things kind of took off from there. Who was our first agent over there? Was it Victoria's? I, I, we should know this. No, I know. I think it was Victoria. Victoria? Or was it Boogs? No, Boogs was after Victoria. Okay. So I think it was Victoria. I think she might have been the very first one. Because oh. I know the beginning it was like Jennifer Alonzo, Victoria, Boogs. Susan Munts. Susan Munts, and like Bellinger, Bellinger a little bit after that. Yeah. Um, hi, Bellinger. Trainer. <laughs> yeah, Victoria's still with us. <laughs> She's happy too. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think I think that I don't think we're missing. There's some people that I think jumped on and were out in a mm-hmm. day or two, which whatever. But oh, Janelle was one of our first, also. Yeah. Oh yeah, Janelle too. I think yeah, but I I would. I would to the side of Victoria being that very first one. Yeah, I think so. It's a lot of fun. I remember meeting her in Madison Heights, too. Mm -hmm. Because, so she must have been the first one. Sorry, Victoria. You're the first. (laughs) We're bad. A long time ago, right? Right. Um, So that was 2015. 
Um, what happened after that? 2015 was water. 15, burn. 16. Uh, I don't think anything. Cause oh, I, I know. Towards that was Bloomfield and Motto first, and that, I think. Well, so no, I know we blending, did right? because we started getting involved with um, the state's title in 16 with a small. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. small uh, partnership there. So that we started doing that, and getting involved with that more in 16 too. Yep. Where are we? Do you know where we're at? Andersonville and White Lake Road. Yeah, just keep going straight. It'll take you back out to uh, Dixie. Fifteen. Yeah, Dixie. Okay. Yeah. Um, right. Oh, and your yeah, cousin yeah. Nick too. Yeah, Nick. No, Nick, yeah, no so back Nick. rewinds. Yeah, we forgot about Nicholas Pinozzi. Nicholas Pinozzi was here from the beginning too. Yeah, no, he was. I pulled him out of school. Almost. <clears> if almost you watch, yeah. you know, I think a couple episodes back in Rowan Real Estate, you'll see his story with myself and Ryan and, and Levin, but. I I got into real estate before him for I think about a year prior, and um, no part yeah it was about a year because he was licensed a year after me. Oh, that's right. He yeah. came to work with us before yeah, but, he was no. Yeah, he was like shadowing and stuff yeah, because I was trying to pull him in. That's right. Slowly and surely it happened. But that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he did the whole GI Bill school thing, and you know for whatever reason he decided to go a different route into real estate, and. Uh, now he's become one of our partners, for better or for worse. <laughs> for better. <laughs> for better. <laughs> no, um, he has for sure. No, no, he brings a whole. I the way I look at it, we're all me, you, Nick are so different that I think it levels everything out in the long run. Mm-hmm. You know, the day to day stuff is fun, can be hectic, can be annoying, can be frustrating, can be fun again, all in the same day. But I think there's a reason for that, and that's just because we level each other out. Uh, yeah, I remember uh, Nick didn't pass his first test nope. for real estate, and uh, we went to celebrate that night at a suite at the Palace at a Pistons game. Yeah. <laughs> we told everybody. We told, <laughs> we told everybody he passed. Yeah. <laughs> we got a scarf stolen. <laughs> celebrate. Yeah, and he got a scarf stolen. Doug Sealy. Gucci scarf or something. Um, and he's blossomed into the Pinozzi we love. Now. Yes, yes, beautiful yeah, love flower. Yeah, no, he's. Uh, I think there's. I think there's a part. There is definitely a part of Remixing Clips that wouldn't be around because of him for sure. Mm-hmm. Same with you and same with mm-hmm. me. So going back to my statement, it just. <clears throat> I think it levels everything out, and people uh, enjoy bits and pieces of each of us differently and I think that's why it helps or I, I know that's why it makes things a little bit more well-rounded than maybe most some other companies because they have three different personalities oh they yeah bounce things off of oh know, that's they, true yeah they want, you know so I, I, I just think all around it's it's a really good setup we have and the people the family of Remax Eclipse are the proof of it really I mean, they are a reflection of us, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that in a braggadocious way. I'm just saying it's like there's a reason why there are people here, and it's because they like us or they like our setup or whatever. And, you know, we don't have the glitz and glam and all these crazy things that some of these offices do. But at the end of the day, that's not what our deal is. Our deal is for the people, right? For Clients people. and agents alike. And I mean it, and, I, and, I, and it shows. And... We've year over year become more successful because of that, and I think 
as long as we don't stray from our path that we've created or how we have this thing set up. I like to call it a rut. A rut? <laughs> and sometimes it is. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No. Uh, well, I mean, think about it. There's yeah. 43 agents we have, 40, 40, 43 agents, including us, right? In less than five years, not a bad run. You know what I mean? That's what yeah. I'm getting at. So yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's 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 that's just you know we know where we excel at, where we don't, and I think the way we have things set up is because they like us. Yeah. Right. And that and that's to me how I look at it is you can't get any more long term than that. I'm gonna be around yeah. a while. You're gonna be around a while. Forever. Remax Eclipse is ancillary to us, right? It's just you know something that they enjoy doing. Yeah. I talked to a broker. Uh, was it two days ago? And at their office, I they, hope I'm around a long time. They, they, uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> um, but it, but in his office, they lose about eighty percent of the people they hire. Well, and I, I couldn't believe it, and I don't know for sure, but we got to be under ten percent. Yeah, um, no, we have to be. There's no in way. In general, yeah. I can't imagine losing eighty percent of the people we hire. So that's that, that's true. Jesus. The people that are with us are because they enjoy us just as much as the the brand or the office. Right. And we, and we, and I know I can speak on you and Nick's behalf of this, we enjoy them. Like, we bump heads, we, it's a family culture, and there's, you know, it, things happen, but at the end of the day, <clears throat> everybody knows we have their back. Right, wrong, or indifferent, they know that they can call us and be like, listen, this is what happened, I either need help with this, or I kind of screwed up with this, or whatever. You know, they'll learn their lesson, but they know that they can call us and we'll 100% back them no matter what. Yeah, I went to a home inspection we're right in downtown Clarkson now. Just yeah. So okay. Uh, I went to a home inspection for one of our agents this week because the other agent on the other end was such a jerk mm-hmm. that, that I went to the inspection so she wouldn't have to deal with them. Yeah. It was great because I actually hung up on them. <laughs> I don't usually hang up on people, but this guy was just complaining about really nothing. Um, and every time I'd ask him what I could do to help the situation or make things better, he just kept complaining. Um, and he even pulled out, I'm a broker. Like, uh, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Be a nice broker. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, but that's the point, though. That's what we. That's why we are in the position we are in. It's not to be an authoritative figure in a sense, but to make sure people get what they want and the help they need. Hence, you go into this inspection that you didn't have to, and I bet there's 80, 90% of brokers that wouldn't have done that, regardless of brand. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, what's your favorite thing about working with your cousin? My favorite thing is that we can fight. <laughs> no, uh, my favorite thing working with him. Uh, yeah, that's a nice car. Um, is that the is the fact that our goals are damn near in lockstep? You know, five, ten, fifteen, forty years. If we live that long, fifty years. Um, and it's nice having that, and including you, it's nice having that type of person around because when you're having a shitty day or things aren't going the right way or just nothing's working, right? It's like you can look at you or I can look at my cousin and be like, what the hell, man? And be like, you know, suck it up, right? Or, you know, whatever the case may be. You know, it's a very vague statement I'm making, but the idea is that having somebody that believes in your same goals and outcomes yeah. and when you're having a bad day that you can kind of lean on them and they can pick you back up by your bootstrap and be like all right dude like tomorrow's gonna be a different day 
right? And it happens often in real estate. Like you'll have deals and I'm still knocking and praying to every guy out there <laughs> that this goes through, but you know, it's four or five houses in a row and I'm in the starting line. So if my deal falls through, I screw up everybody's, right? So thankfully everything seems to be going as planned, but you know, two weeks in, three weeks in, if that would all fell apart, not only would it ruin my day, cause there's two sales on top of that, but there's two, two other agents involved and that would, you know, so not that it's the end of the world, but you know, that's, it's a big deal cause that's our job. And that's how we pay our bills. So, and the flip side of that, the ownership side is recruiting and trying to understand how to be better as a brokerage and work that on the way down is tough. Like it's not as easy as people may think it is. Um, you know, it's not this glitz and glam type of positions. You have to deal with 30, 40 different personalities every day and complaints and compliments and, you know, stories and we're going to get sued today or we need to sue somebody <laughs> like it's 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 funny now because you know things have been good so far today at 9 30 in the morning <laughs> but 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 it's true and, and that goes back to my point is like you know things do happen or bad things happen or whatever you at least i have you and nick and really any agent mm-hmm. i know they would help me out but that's the that's that's an awesome house yeah, but that's where uh, are we? i have no idea but um but that's the idea is that be able to lean against somebody when things when you, when you get down yeah and that's huge. Then we jumped to, so 16, we started getting involved with the title. Yeah. And then State's 17, title. that was Bloomfield Hills. Yep. Yep. Right? Yeah, that was a big yeah. day for you. I remember walking in the office and you're really nervous. Oh, yeah. I couldn't figure out why. And then finally <laughs> spilled the beans that you're taking over uh, Bloomfield Top. This is a really cool neighborhood. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, I have no idea. Is this Clarkston still? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I've never been back here. Dang. Oh, wow. Well, you're missing some great houses. Yeah, sorry, guys. Um, But yeah, no, I remember walking in and you were kind of pale and nervous and you're like, oh, I can't tell you. I can't tell you. And then he told me like two seconds later <laughs> then, uh, that you were taking over um, Bloomfield area. And I was so happy for you. I remember thinking, oh, man. You know, coming from, and this is not a knock on any city in general, but coming from this small office in Madison Heights that we, you know, we, I say we, but Levin basically with his own hands remodeled the entire thing. Well, he, not basically, he did remodel the entire thing. So we have, thinking that we have this cool office, but it's still Madison Heights, and then we kind of get to dip our toes. You get to dip your toes in the quote unquote luxury, yeah. what people think is luxury, right? And which is, I think, Bloomfield House is really nice, but it was, sure a different feeling too at the same yeah, time yeah. you know jumping in a little bigger pool with some bigger dogs you know oh hey we're leaving the neighborhood well yeah and it was weird too because uh not weird but i had always wanted to have an office in Bloomfield hills and that's where i lived at the time and that was always the goal and it just came available one day that i could uh we could get it mm-hmm. and yeah it's still hard to explain how that all happened yeah, because if I remember correctly, unless I just don't know the whole story, Macy was like a over like a two day, like it was quick. It was like a two three day thing. Yeah, it was a phone call that said, "Do you want it?" I don't know. Okay, we're gonna offer it to somebody else. Fine. All right, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> like it was, yeah, it was like a five minute decision. Uh, but I'd always wanted it, so right. it made sense. But yeah, that was a, a big step. Yeah. And then there was. And then we opened the- it up with Eclisp. Oh yeah! <laughs> yeah. We had our we had our grand opening, 
and uh, made a nice video. Great video, nice pictures. And then I forget somebody. I don't know if it was one of our agents or somebody. It was a broker from Texas caught it. Oh yeah, because nobody else did. <laughs> Some guy in Texas. We spelled Eclipse wrong. <laughs> Eclipse is what we did um, for a good couple months, and none of us nobody noticed. knew. We couldn't spell. Um, yeah. yeah, that's great. That and then we fun. started the mortgage uh, adventure too. Yeah. And um, well, that was 16, but it really kicked off um, in, God, what year is it now? 2019, yeah. It really kicked off in 18, because 18 is when we, we took it out of the Remax and put it standalone in Troy. Yep. And then also Milford was 18 too, right? Uh, yeah, uh, December, we, the franchise was purchased in December. We, we flew 17. down there. Uh, yeah. 17. Yeah, 17. Then we had... Um, we signed a lease in March of 18 for Milford, which was tough because that was just a big cement bot block. There was no carpet, there was no paint, there was no nothing. And then we had our issues with the state, which was really fun, you know, going oh, back. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. we purchased the franchise. We're lining up LOs to recruit. Waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. I'm good, you're good, applications are good. And the state decides to tell us that they might not license us after personally guaranteeing the lease, paying for the franchise. We're locked in seven years, I think Mottos is. And now we're being told that, hey, you know, sorry, not sorry that you guys can get licensed. And if I remember correctly, it was because of our email. Oh, because the email was yeah. at you know our DBA is Model yeah, Mortgage yeah. Direct, and our email is just at Model Mortgage, and so the state was saying right. for whatever reason yeah. that it was not compliant because we're contacting Joe Smith as Model Mortgage and not Model Mortgage Direct. Yeah, I forgot about and that. And that was when we had to bring in corporate saying, "Listen, this is this is not even our." We didn't make this decision. This was something that was allotted to us because we yeah. bought into this, you know, box. So, and yeah. by the way, there's a hundred other ones open, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, why are you giving us such a hard right. time? By the way, it's because they're scared. Um, yeah, I forgot all about that. Yeah. Do you like being uh, in the mortgage business or the? Well, it's all real estate business, but mm -hmm. do you like the mortgages or the real estate side better, worse? You know, I don't know. I'm still trying to fill that out. If I'm being completely honest, I I personally enjoy selling real estate. Yeah. I personally enjoy being an owner with a Remax, and I also like Mono, but I don't know. I'm torn because I want to be 100% in both places. Mm -hmm. You can't. You physically can't. Like, mm -hmm. nobody can, right? So, um, but I think my out is the people at Remax Eclipse and the people at Mono Mortgage are almost one and the same. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I'm in the same company at all times. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's there's no there's a it's a, there is a it is different because one is model, one's Remax. Mm -hmm. But the people that are there and bought what we were selling as far as our ideas, they're almost one and the same. So yeah, it makes it a little easier moving back and forth between the companies. Um, but no, I don't know which one I like more. To be honest with you, I mean model, I don't know. I really don't know. I haven't really sat down and thought about it. But I think one's, I think they're both frustrating in their own ways. If I'm being completely honest, Mono 
Yeah. I think it's more frustrating with like state and regulations and stuff, <laughs> right? Not necessarily the people yeah, because yeah. we don't, we, you and I, we don't write the loans, right? Yeah, it's, we're yeah. not physically in there doing the business, but we have to make sure everything's yeah legit, yeah, right? Packaged right. Right, exactly. So Compliant. I think it, with Remax, I think it's a little less strenuous. Yeah, yeah. With making sure things are compliant. Yeah, That's yeah. that building right there, by the way. That's for sale. Well, that one I wanted to move to. That was really cool. Anyway, so I think Remax or real estate in general, being compliant, I, I don't want to say it's easier, but it is compared yeah. to the mortgage side. And me still kind of being new to this, it's like, okay, what am I gonna what am I gonna screw up today or what right. and also with Remax, we are hands on. Yeah. With the model, we're kind of not because it's yeah. the processing, it's the lenders, it's yeah. this. With Remax, it's client, client, agent, us. That's it, right? Yeah. So it's it's a little bit more. It's a little it's easier, easier to control. Right? Yeah. That. Thank you. That's what I was trying to get at. It's a lot easier to control. It's easier to control. What about the difference between being like a, you know an active realtor and then being a, a managing broker? Is there one that else that you prefer? I I truthfully wish I could step back from selling, and I mean that in the sense of. You know the old adage of being a competitive broker or competitive manager like I, I i i i don't like that i don't know if and stepping back and if i were not in my position i was going to a brokerage that might be one of the things that may deter me is having a and i'm not talking about like five houses a year selling yeah, i'm talking yeah. like 30 40 50 like yeah. that's the big difference right yeah, yeah. like I, I'm no matter what, I'll always work with people that want to work with me or family yeah. or whatever. Like I'll never say no, but to actively go out and be buying leads if I'm buying leads, or actively go out, you know, searching for business or sending mailers, especially in the specific area of where our offices are, I think it takes away from agents at some point, right? Yeah. How you measure that? There's, I don't think there's a way to know, but yeah, um, there was. Uh, I do think that's a thing. If I could step back, hope that person's okay. Um, if I could step back and do that, I, I, I definitely would. I would much rather be in the man managerial role okay. than going out and selling. For not that reason alone, but I think that's a big one because then you know you would have that solid office foundation at all times, Monday through Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever. Because mm -hmm. I still have to make a living. I still got to pay my bills. I still it's do you right. So we've got to. We're in the weird and weird spot where we have to kind of do both. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm on the same page, right? Because I'll still always sell a few million a year, right? And, of course, but, but, I, but yeah, not not really going out after it. And there was, I got a call from one of the great lead sources a few months ago to pick up some leads, and when I looked, a couple of our agents were in that zip code, and it's and I said, that. I said, "There's no way, no, right? Like, I'm not doing it." And right. and they were looking at me like I was crazy, like, "Well, if you don't do it, somebody else will, right? So why don't you do it?" I'm like, "Yeah, no, right? Because <laughs> my agent, you're gonna me. see Agent X, and then Broker Levin Wood or right. Ryan Kelly or right? You know I mean like it doesn't? It's not a good look, and yeah. we understand that. But I, but I, like I said, I think we're in kind of in a weird limbo now because with our growth." Mm -hmm. And how we have things set up with Remax Eclipse. And if you're interested, call us. Um, but the, you know what I mean? Like, we're in, it's just in a weird spot. Yeah. Where do you see it going in the next couple of years? Um, in the next couple of years, where do I see it going? I think we've got to expand some more. I would like to expand some more. Um, I'd like to have a bigger imprint in Southeast Michigan. Uh, like Southeast more Michigan. agents or another Both. location? Location, agents, just in general, because I do think the way we run things, and it's not perfect, and I don't pretend that it's perfect, mm 
we have our issues, but I do think the way we run things will be or part of the future of real estate with things mm-hmm. kind of being hybrid and brick and mortar kind of going away. And that it's, I mean, it's already had that trajectory anyways, but even more so. And then, you know, some of these brokerages that are starting their own and doing this 100% thing and, you know, however they make money, I don't know, but it's, you know, it's still cutting off, I think, bigger brands at the knees. And so there's gotta be an adjustment. There has to be, there will mm-hmm. be. And I think the way we kind of do things is part of that adjustment or we're kind of in lockstep with that adjustment and being able to be the hybrid of Remax, but having this satellite slash brick and mortar slash never have to come in feel, right? I think is what's going to happen. And still have it because this is what I like is like I had met with an agent last week who didn't want to talk to me because she liked the small boutique feel. Uh, where she was at but when I mentioned like you know you get us it's still personal it's it's almost boutique because it's like a family but you also have the backing of Remax technology and resources and brokers right. and like so much more that you don't get it well I think the difference though and I want to make this point because it's important I think the difference and why Eclipse and I'm not tooting your horn for you but I think you being a boutique mom and pop brokerage prior to Remax mm-hmm. makes a difference. Instead of just being a Remax agent and opening right, up a Remax, yeah, yeah. you don't know any better. Right. But having that boutique mom and pop brokerage and having to be very malleable, mm-hmm. I'm assuming, and have the ability to, right, and, and then carry it into the Remax, like it, it does make a big difference. What, uh, what advice would you get for somebody that wants to get into real estate? My advice for somebody getting real estate if you want to do it do it but don't just do it to sell five homes a year do it to be the best 150,000 or 100 you know 50 homes want to make 150,000 200,000 don't just get in it to get in because and I don't mean this in a mean way but I do think real estate it is easy it's simple it's not easy Thank you. It is, no, it is simple. But I mean easy in the sense of getting your license, getting taking yeah. a test, and then just being a real estate agent. Oh, yeah. But it dilutes the pool of agents that are making this a career and want to make a name for themselves in their offices and start a brokerage one day, yada, yada, yada. It's, all that's very important. But when you, and this, I mean, probably in any job, but real estate specific, if you get your license just to get your license or get your license to sell one home a year because you feel like, you know, you, you want to. I, I think it dimish, diminishes what we do. Yeah. And not only that, and it's not all about the money, but the money's a big part. That agent, maybe not all the time, but it's more inclined to sell the house for free or sell the house with discount commission. And that ruins it else ruins it for everybody else, right? And yes, I've cut my commission. I'm done and I'll do it again. But the point is to try to keep it even across the board, right? Because now once you get these brokers that are doing 100% and these agents that sell two homes a year and take, you know, doing it for nothing, and it, it, it just dilutes everything. And I think that's wrong because being a real estate agent is tough. Yeah. Um, you know, you're not guaranteed anything. You could have 60 Gs lined up in one month and it all go away in six hours. Yeah, I just lost a Literally. lot this weekend. Right, I mean, that's my, <laughs> but that's my point, right? Right, and so that that's that's the thing. It's like you know, it's you can't stop that from happening, but you can help protect it by being 
professional taking it serious and holding a high standard for everybody else. I try to do it every day. I know you try to do it. My cousin does it. Remax Eclipse, all the agents do it. We really do try. And there's, you know, there's only so many fights you win with clients and, you know, family members or whatever. But that would be my thing is if you're going to do it, do it to do it 100%. Be professional about it. Take it seriously because I don't think a lot of people do. And we have fun. We make our fun videos. Like, you got to have fun doing it. But at the end of the day, when ink hits that paper, it's legitimate. It's a big deal, right? You're you're taking care of people. And I got a text yesterday in the four-house deal I was talking about earlier in this episode. Um, I got a text yesterday from the seller. And she's like, I've had so many people ask for your information. I can't tell you how professional you were and handled this. And I was a crazy mess and yada, yada, yada. And you deserve everything that's getting, you know, coming to you. Mm -hmm. All the good things come to you. I can't thank you enough. And why? Because I was professional. I held a standard and I made sure that she knew exactly what was going on, good, bad, or indifferent the entire time. And I think if you can do those three things, jump into real estate, because you'd probably be pretty darn good at it. Because eventually it's just going to snowball for you. Right. What does it mean to be successful to you in real estate? What does it mean to be successful? I don't know. I think. I mean, I think well, our position is a little right? different, right? No, I. I mean, yes, of course. Well, that's what I mean. Just not even specifically like selling a hundred houses. Or- right. Exactly. So I think I'm in a little different position, meaning that like having this managerial role and ownership role, like to me, part of my I wanted to answer right away was like making sure our agents are good. And I mean that, but also I still need to be successful myself and my family at the same time. But I did really like what Nick said when you asked him this question, when you asked him about success and it was the freedom thing he brought up. Mm-hmm. I never really thought of it that way. I mean, I've heard people talk about it, but I didn't really put much thought into it. And I thought that was a really cool answer he had was, you know, being successful, it could be making 15 grand or 150 million, right. right? It doesn't matter. It's just being able to have the freedom of doing what you want, being able to live, right? Um, but but my personal answer being successful. Um, That's a cool is, house. I know. I'm sorry. I just That's paused so cool. for a minute. But I don't know. We're in some really cool neighborhoods. Um, but no, me, me being successful is being able to make sure my family is good, mm-hmm. right? And, and that, that to me is the greatest achievement of success. You know, if, if it means I'm taking care of my family and having to take care of my mother-in-law or my father-in-law or whatever, or kids, uncles, like being able to be able to do that and have the ability to do that, for me, that's success, right? Prior to that is doing all the right things and those three things I said before in order for me to be able to do that, right? Taking things professional doing the right thing by your clients, et cetera, et cetera, right? So I think it's it's a culmination. I don't think it's one specific thing. I think there's a lot of things you have to do in order to have that success, however you define it. Yeah. But for me, it is making sure that I can provide for my family, for my friends, if they need, you know, 10, 10 grand or whatever it is because they need to buy this house and they're a little short, whatever. Like, as long as I can do that, mm-hmm. That to me is success because I know for a fact, and certain people I would do that for, they would do it for me without even question, right? And pay back with interest just because that's the type of people they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and but that but I'm I'm rambling, but that's in a quick answer. That would be it. Would be being able to provide that's in general. True. Yeah, help out everybody. Yeah, literally, just that's what it would be. Cool.
Anything else you want to add? How can people uh, get in touch with you if they uh, <clears throat> you can get in touch with me, Ryan Kelly at Remax.net. Um, Topproducers.com, I think, is our website. Uh, Oakland top, County. Top, no, it's uh, Top. <laughs> Cut this out. Fuck. No, I was <laughs> say that because we got in trouble for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's also uh, TopproducingRealEstateAgents.com. That's the one I was looking for. TopproducingRealEstateAgents.com. And, uh, but yeah, reach out to us. Um, you know, we, we are, this is a new, this is a new uh, thing we're doing. It's for real estate. And I think it was awesome. Levin, it was Levinwood's idea. And I, I thought it was the, one of the coolest things in the world. You know, we're always trying to do things different. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes we get made fun of. Sometimes we don't. But I do think that everybody can kind of get behind us because this isn't just about Remax Eclipse. This isn't about Leavenwood. This isn't about Ryan Kelly, Nick Nosey, Linda Wells, Lindsey Broadwell, Victoria Set. It's not about. It's it's getting people involved. It's real estate, rolling real estate specific. It's about getting people involved in the community and talking about their stories and their success and their failures and why they're doing what they're doing. It's because I think we as real estate agents in general there's always this underlying or this undertone of competitiveness of you don't like this person well you don't even know yeah you know what i mean like you don't know what they've done or where they've come yeah. from or what you know it doesn't it doesn't, i mean it, then it matters you know their people's stories matter and this is a good way to get that out there and you know because i'm sure people have seen naked eyes videos our videos and like oh what a bunch of douchebags but if you really knew us, you probably wouldn't think that. Oh, yeah. No. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's, that's you know, it's it's a show. It's a, it's a thing we put on for marketing. And if you don't get that, then maybe you shouldn't be in real estate. But at the end of the day, it's we do things, and, I, and our agents can attest to this. We do things for everybody else. This isn't about us. This isn't about, you know, putting our faces on billboards, et cetera, et cetera. So I implore you guys to reach out to us and get on the show because it's cool it's fun it's, it's very easy and get your story out there and who knows who hears it no beautiful we're back at the diner gonna drop off ryan kelly rolling real estate baby rolling real estate.com uh spotify itunes facebook yep instagram and, uh working on instagram working on instagram we're but, new but we're new you, yeah <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, I'm Levin Wood, Rowan Real Estate, Ryan Kelly. Thank you all again. Hope to talk to you soon. Happy Memorial Day.